0: Okay, so, I just woke up from this vision. I also want to talk about how before this, I was struggling to sleep. I felt that I was being suffocated in my sleep, continuously suffocated in my sleep. But, it might be an ex- a reason for this. It may have been the way that I was sleeping. All I know is I just kept feeling like I was being suffocated. I woke up feeling like I could not breathe. And I know that I'm battling spiritual warfare. I don't know if that is connected. I've never felt this way before, sleeping. And I don't know. But all I know is I just had a vision. So I was at an old house. And my family was there. Was my mother, my father. Well, my mother and my dad. And then a bunch of different random people we don't know. Then my brothers and sisters. So was some people who came to our house. And they were just staying there i don't I don't really like them. I didn't feel like they were good people, and they were kind of like just it seemed like they were just sketchy and they were asking for money to do something, but they wanted the money up front, and they were gonna come back and do whatever it was later and I didn't trust it because I didn't feel like they were gonna come back with our money. I feel like they were just gonna play us out of our money, come back and play us some more with excuses, why they didn't, you know, do whatever they were supposed to do. And to be quite honest, it wasn't even a lot of money. I I don't I was not even like I wouldn't have been so upset because I would have thought to myself, like, if they come back and play us, at least we know who they is, like money gonna come back around, like I don't ever have to let them play me again, but it was just the you know it was just the, the, the most irritating part of Bondo was like honestly just like recognizing in them, um, you know, that look and that like attitude like we can we just found this, you know we just found this a new like a new scheme, then the next come up. And, like, they was going to be trying to do that continuously for a while. They just see this as a come up. And it was easy money for them. So that was the most frustrating part for me, just noticing, like, the deceit. So I didn't want to give them my money. And I didn't know why they needed my money. Any- Anyways, like, give me your money. If you want to let them play you, let them play you out your money. I'm already mad about that. But don't take my money, too. But my mother, you know, she was just trying to believe, it, to believe that they was going to do whatever they said they was going to do. And she was asking for my money because she needed more. It was supposed to be for some newspapers. And I was like, don't even read newspapers. But, you know, they convinced her. And so she wanted to buy the newspapers. So I was just so upset about giving her my money. Um eventually, you know, I just gave her the money. My sister gave her her money, and she gave her her money, so all together, we all gave' them like the money we had, and that was supposed to have been enough or they could work with that and I was like that is a scam, and I was kind of mad because I mean to be quite honest i'm not too i'm not I'm not you know the best person in the world. But, excuse me, when you have scammed before, then you know what a scam is and what it look like. So, you don't let people scam you. But, you know, we were being scammed and I didn't have a choice because it was my mother who asked for the money. Saying that she would pay me back, but not, you know, me. And it's just knowing that, like, you are not, you might pay me back, but you're not getting that money back. You're not getting no services. They're not coming back. They're scam artists. If they do come back, they come back with another excuse to scam you out of some more money. But, you know, she was so adamant about it and didn't care what we were saying. So that always was frustrating growing up. You know, just sometimes when she can be gullible, seems like like my mom is smart and like, you know, like she could, she could avoid a lot of this stuff, but sometimes feel like she just falls for the most scammable things. And it's so frustrating because you feel like, you know, there's things we need, there's things we got, you know, we need done around the house. And you, you're getting scammed out of your money. Like, why do you have money for this and time for this, but no money and time for the things we really need? It feels frustrating and neglectful. But... You know, it's you know I don't know. It didn't have. It doesn't happen so so much that you know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to say that it doesn't happen so much that things weren't getting done because it did. It was just. It doesn't matter. You don't have to get scammed out of your money, though. Like, it just gets frustrating when, you know, you're asking for my money for your to be scammed. So, no, I just got scammed too because you want to be scammed. And I'm trying to tell you over and over again don't get scammed, it's a scam. But that being said, you know, um, It was some sort of altercation after that. Like, not fight, but, like, just, like, exchange with a word, word exchange. Where she's saying, she's saying, like, she just doesn't care. and And it's, like, it's on her face how it feels, like, you know... It almost Like, I, you don't want to believe it's spiteful, but it almost feels spiteful when she does stuff like this. Like, you really are just, you are allowing yourself to be scammed in us too and demanding our money. So you can say, I actually feel like this is a scam. I believe y'all, we all say this is a scam, but I'm going to do it anyways because I feel like it's really like boiling your blood and now I'm going to ask for your money, too. So just in case I get scammed, we all got scammed, too. We all look dumb. And the thing is, we feel so, it's frustrating because, you know, this person is not even worthy of really scamming you. But they're scamming your mother. And now you just got scammed, too, because it's almost like she's being spiteful and demanding. Like, I want us all to get scammed together. I don't want to look dumb alone. And it was it's just frustrating. But um, feels intentional and spiteful. But you don't want to believe that's why she's doing it. You want to believe. Maybe she really believes that she's not going to get scammed. And clearly, that would be the more logical answer. Because who wants to just get scammed? But I don't know. God's, God has shown me lately. People know what they are doing people know what they are doing they know so that's what makes it more frustrating the fact that I'm not going to deny and go back on what God has shown me you know I have a lot of times my life a lot of times in my life noticed things and doubted them i've doubted them because i've said hmm i want to give this person the benefit of the doubt or why would somebody do that what would make somebody you know really be what what would be the point of that? And, you know, you find out that people are just really wicked in their hearts and really, 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 you know, battling things that you cannot save them from. You cannot change. You cannot help. There's nothing you can do about it. All you can do is pray for them. Only God can save them from these things if they want to be saved. And then when you start praying, you find out the reason why they've been in so, so long because they don't even want to be saved. And that's more frustrating because they want to drag you down. They have no intent of being saved, no intent of changing, but every intent of ruining your life just because they see the promise in you possibly being saved or changing. You being different, you coming out of all the abuse they have inflicted on you and you being a difference in your children's lives and they don't want to see anything like that happen. These individuals truly need deliverance. But they don't even want it. And, you know, like I said, I want I've always wanted to give my mother the benefit of the doubt. And I've always wanted to give other people who act like this, family members, brothers and sisters, the benefit of the doubt. But you know, it you know, it just God is revealing this to me. He's revealing this to me. And, you know, it's sad and it's and you can only be in denial for so long. You really can only be in denial for so long. But, you know, it doesn't matter because ultimately, you know, God shows me that I come out of this because despite, you know, all the abuse I've endured over the years, despite a chain mind and a constant cycle of, you know, blaming myself and and self-doubt from what I know is going on and things that, you know, have obviously been, you know, just like mind games. Despite all of that, you know, I'm coming out of this, you know, because God sees it. God knows. I love God so much for that fact. You know, when everybody feel like they can do it on their own, you feel like you got it. Even if you feel like you would avoid a situation like this or nobody could even trap you in a situation like this or you would not care. You know, it's going to be some things you cannot see. It's going to be some things you cannot do. It's going to be some it's always going to be a time where you need God. And I'm just so glad I'm just so blessed. I'm so blessed to have him. I'm so blessed to have him in these times because he's revealing hearts. He's saying, look, I know you see this cycle. I see that you see this cycle. And you are always questioning, doubting yourself. You go through so much pain and stress with blaming yourself for... Noticing these things that's happening to you, but never having any real proof that that's what's going on. Because somebody's playing games with your mind, playing games with your heart and, you know, backstabbing and deceitful and, you know, just narcissistic. A lot of things, a lot of things. And I know. It's okay. I know. I see you praying for them. I see you praying for yourself. I see you praying for everybody. I know. You're coming out of that. And I am I see it. He's revealing things to me. When it comes down to it, we still always all we still always all have a choice. Once he reveals things to you, you can still stay under the hand of an abusive person or you can leave. You know, But I believe in God's power. I believe that no matter how much confidence they have and the power that they have over you after abusing you and playing over your mind and your heart for years and years and years, God can bring you out of that. They will not not abuse you for the rest of your life. And the power that they feel that they have over you is going to be diminished. God's power is the only power that matters. And if he says you're coming out, you're coming out. And I see it. I see that I see him, you know, not only making a way out for me, but, you know, diminishing all power that would otherwise ever have over me. Even after I'm gone, you know, even if I decide to come back around them, you wouldn't have any more power over me ever. He's diminishing your power as a whole. And whatever power you thought you had. And, you know, exposing you. And allowing you to, you know, fail, allowing you to fail at probably the one thing you've dedicated yourself to wholly, as opposed to all these other things that it seemed that you were dedicating yourself to or all these other options that it felt like you would more more than likely take as, you know, Just, just in hopes of becoming something on your own or becoming something for yourself. Some people seem like they're so ambitious. They seem like they want so much out of life that they can be somebody, that they can do something so great. And you feel like I believe in that. I believe that in you too. They don't become that, and you know, you you think that if they were ever given an opportunity to become that, because how much they talk about these things, how much time they put into these things, and how dedicated they are to these things, that they would take the first opportunity, but instead they would not take the first opportunity to become anything in their own lives, but the first opportunity to keep you from becoming something in yours. And I do not understand that. You seem so dedicated to what you believe in. You seem, you have always have All these ambitious goals and dreams in life. You never stop dreaming. And I do always wonder why they never get off the ground. They never come to pass. And every single time I'm praying, I'm praying that 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 didn't get passed down to me. I actually want to become something and do something. And I want these dreams to get off the ground. I want these dreams to actually excel in life. But I want yours to do that as well. But, you know, it does start to make sense when God starts showing you people hearts. Because they don't actually want to be anybody on their own. Not more than they don't want you to be somebody. And that's why they can't be anybody. Because they're so focused on destroying anything that you otherwise would build. Instead of truly building something for themselves. And the thing is, you know. It's sad because after you have been abused that long. Especially by a parent or a family member. Or anybody who is like a staple in your life then you are going to be, you know, you are going to think that narcissistic abuse is love. You won't know what real love is. You go off into this world and you encounter somebody who acts the same way and you can never tell for sure. You, you're stuck in the same cycle with someone else thinking that that's what love looks like because you've never known it. And that's the point. That's why God needs to do it. That's why when God frees you, he frees you seriously. Who's Whom the Son has set free is free indeed. And this is why it matters. This is why it matters that God does it. Because he's not only going to set you free in that relationship, but every relationship going forward. Because he's not just going to expose them and, you know, loose their power, their so-called power over you. But he's going to show you how to love yourself. He's going to show you what real love looks like. And he's going to reveal to you and expose you know who you are what you're worth so that you never run and walk right into the next relationship that's going to be just like what you've been used to growing up so that you can continuously be abused over and over and over again until you die because that's what happens when you grow up like that you think that kind of love is okay you don't know what real love is or no matter what you do you find yourself running back into a relationship with someone just like that individual. And he's freeing you from it all because he's showing you what real love is. He's loving you and healing you from all the love you've never had, all the neglect you faced, all the abuse you've gone through. He's healing you. I love God so much. I love him. Like, he is doing things. He's blowing my mind and showing me things I would have never otherwise known. And sometimes other people, it's like, that's a given, duh. You mean to tell me? you never knew about this, or you mean to tell me that's not something you considered, or you mean to tell me that this is the first time you're experiencing this, and and you don't understand that you've been deprived of these things your entire life, and you wonder why, and other people, you know, to them it's a given, and that's why. That's why he's freeing you. That's why he's showing you what real love is and elevating you to the next level. Because you will go off into this world and you would never even encounter or have anything in common with these people to be in these groups, to be loved in the right manner. Because you, be, you wouldn't know where to find it. You wouldn't know that that was the way you were supposed to be loved. You would always push those kind of people away. Or repeat the same thing else happened to you, or turn away from this kind of love that you deserve, and God is showing you that's what you're supposed to have, walking you into these relationships, allowing you to be the kind of person who can accept the love in the way and the form that you deserve it. It's amazing, but you know, I sit up here contemplating for weeks, you know am i am i am I really like tripping am I crazy or do I, do I need a therapist? Because I'm going down my timeline. I keep seeing this therapist. All of her. her um, She has videos on YouTube. All of her captions are very interesting. They are very interesting and right on point. And I feel like they are very. You know. Informative. I feel like I can learn from her. That she can help me. And I'm never above learning from anybody, but every single time I see a therapist, God says to me, "I am your therapist. You do not need a therapist. I am your therapist, and God is my therapist. He is, because not only does He give me advice and He tells me what's going on, and He's, and He walks me through through things. He knows what I need. I don't have to tell Him what's going on in my life." He knows. He knows what's in my heart and he's healing my heart. He's not only healing my mind, my body and my soul, but he's also healing the thing. The way I deal with things moving forward. He's the God is my therapist. He is the perfect therapist. He is my everything. So I realized this years ago, years ago. Well, I've always known this, but years ago, I was so depressed. I was so depressed. I tried to kill myself multiple times. And I just didn't want to be here on this earth. And I was just I couldn't get over my suicidal thoughts. I couldn't get get over. It. I couldn't get past these things. And God, he healed me. He cured me. He he is my therapist. He just start healing me. He just he just start curing these thoughts. He just start a uh, he just start tackling these things in my heart. And also giving me advice and talking me through things and what I'm going through. Just showing me and telling me who I am. And because because it's God, you know he, does, he has no reason to lie to you. And that he's on point, you know. He knows what he's talking about. It's not that these therapists have a reason to lie to you. But he doesn't make mistakes. So when he's telling you things, you know it's the truth. And he's revealing things to your heart. You can believe, you can trust him. He's healing you. God is my therapist. He is the perfect therapist. God is everything you'll ever need ever again. You'll never need anything else if you have God, for sure. So, you know, I remember talking to, you know, my mother wound up in the hospital. And I remember my aunt showed up. And I remember when I walked in, you know, they start talking to me about suicidal thoughts and depression. They said that my mother had been feeling suicidal. And maybe I had been feeling suicidal too because we have a lot in common. And had said that, you know, maybe I should see a therapist because she's thinking about maybe she'll see a therapist. Honestly, this is more of that conversation that's really like, you know, It's really you, but we don't want to, knowing that, you know, me, especially me knowing what it was like before and how how it, me knowing that this witchcraft has been on me for years. I'm going to straight up say it. I believe that they knew what was going to my mind because they were in it, but I don't know that for sure. So I'm just going to say that maybe they picked up on it and they wanted to. You know, they wanted to get me a therapist and, you know, get me some help, but make it seem as if it was them or, you know, it's easier to say, I'm going through these things and I need this help. And I, this is what I would do if you wanted to help somebody tell them what you think they should do. But. The issue with that is that you know, looking back, I you know I believe that every I know I, I I I don't disbelieve God. I believe God. It's just that there were so many other lies, so many things overshadowing overshadowing what was happening. When God was exposing them, they were all there lying. No, we didn't. No, it didn't. That didn't happen. That's not true. No one said that. You didn't hear that. That's This is not happening. So you don't know what's true. But you heard things. So, and things make sense and they start adding up. So you start putting things together and you say, could this possibly be true? So the, you know, the what they said about voodoo and witchcraft being placed on me since I was 12 years old. You know, these different things happen in my life being... You know, at the hand of witchcraft. All of this stuff, you know. You don't know whether it's true or to believe that. But, because you have no proof. you never. F- I never found a witchcraft device in my house, in my home. That I knew was a witchcraft device. Even though my dad would say, your mother's a witch. Her mother's a witch. And they put witchcraft on me. And... Just different things you pick up on, you start seeing, you don't know. You don't know. But it could possibly have been true, starts to add up, makes sense. And it's crazy. But ultimately, you know, when it comes down to it, you know, if these things were true. If these things had ever been true, you know, God is bringing me out of it. Glory be to God because he's almighty power and he's in control and has the final say. It's amazing how you grow up around people who say that. God has the final say. God is in control. I trust God. And do voodoo? Like, you wonder if they know. What they're dealing with. Or maybe it's just something you need to come around and understand. Because this is why you never believe that they are doing these things. But when God reveals things, you're like, hold on. That makes so much sense. That adds up. And this type of stuff you cannot make up. But you can't prove it. Because people are that good at lying and being deceitful regardless let me finish the vision so they came to me and said talked to me and said you know this isn't the vision but this is let me finish what I was saying they came to me they said we think you need a therapist we were thinking about getting therapy and I was just saying you know um no, I don't need a therapist. God is my therapist. I talk to God every day. He is my therapist. God is my therapist. And I trust him. I don't need a therapist. And I remember people in the hallway like, woo, cheering. And it's amazing. It's amazing because this entire experience at this, hus- at this hospital was very unique. Where they were even telling me they're trying to kill you. And... Um, Get out of this hospital. And all this other stuff that they was telling me as I visited, visited this hospital. And that's what's so crazy. Because this stuff has been happening for years. You know. They tried to get me to go to therapy. And I don't doubt for one second my mind Satan was using them. Because... They had to know that God was present in my life. I mean, God has a way. He knows how to hide himself. God knows how to, you know. God knows. How to, you know. Allow it to be just you and him. So when they are playing in your mind, doing all this witchcraft stuff. They don't have much power. They're not doing what they think they're doing. And just because they're there doesn't mean they are aware of what God is doing when he's there. So that could very well be the answer to you know, them thinking that I need therapy and not hearing these things that God is doing and knowing that he's my therapist like I knew it. But The thing about it is, you know, I don't feel like I feel like Satan was using them. I definitely feel like Satan was using them. Looking back, it looked like a stormy night. They're showing lightning flashes, and it's just so scary, so creepy, and so witch like. That's what it looked like like a nightmare. But, you know, I'm glad for it, though. I learned so much, and everything that happened, excuse me, was meant to happen. It was meant to happen. You know, God has a plan. Nothing happens for no reason. God has a plan for all of us. He has a plan. But, um... Outside of that. So, this vision. In this vision, my mother, she took some money from us, me, my sister, my brother. We didn't want to be part of the scam. We didn't want to get scammed. The girl who was scamming us or part of the scam who we had to give the money to, when I confronted this individual, seemed like, I'm not even, you know, seem like they were more of a victim than a, you know, harasser or antagonizer or, you know, they were more of a victim than anything. So that's what made me me wonder and say to myself, hmm, why is this? Why are you know, you're supposed to be the villain. You're supposed to be, you know, the scam artist. But you seem more like a victim in this situation. Like you're being used by my mother as well. How is that possible? And that's when I feel like that's, that's what I said. God was revealing to me that your mother is doing this on purpose. She is really just finding another way to play over your mind and your emotions. Like, she don't believe in this. She probably don't even believe in this. But she wants to give her money because she knows that frustrates you guys more. Then she wants to take money from you to try and further frustrate and demean you, and she's taking advantage of her position in your life as your mother, and God, he's always right on point, even though some of the things he says to you, like, whoa, whoa, you can't even believe people are really like this in their heart, but it makes sense. And it's just, he's just revealing so many different other levels of abuse that we've been dealing with and going through our entire lives, all of us, all of my brothers and sisters. And I don't want to even drag them into it as if I need them on, need their help on this. I have God, you know, because we all are dealing with and battling in this in unique ways. We truly are, you know. However, we have learned to you know survive over the years. that's how we're dealing with this abuse. We all deal with it in different ways i'm I'm choosing God, God is dealing with me, and you know i can't I can't force them to go that way. I just pray that they do find God's love because He knows what they need better than anything they can ever otherwise do in this world, and I pray that you know God is able to help them but you know we all deal with this in different ways and I'm blessed I chose this option in this way to do things I'm truly blessed truly truly blessed but um God has shown me we have been so abused our entire lives so abused we are abused children And we're adults and we're still those same abused children because of our mother, because of our mother. And, you know, in this vision, she just abused us so much. She doesn't want us to be happy. In her heart, she says, you will never be happy. I will never let you be happy. I will never let you move on and be anything in your life. You are going to be you know, I'm going to destroy any and everything you try and accomplish in life forever. You'll never be happy. That's what she says in her heart. She's so wicked. She's so wicked. I don't even want you to have God if He makes you happy. So wicked. But you know, that's fine. And and then she feels she has a control over a power over our our minds and our hearts, and yes. Of course, she's had that for a while. She's our mother. But, you know, I can't bring myself to go about it the way that it feels like she wants me to go about it. You know, Satan uses people. He uses people. And when it comes down to it, you know, Satan is hoping that ultimately once God starts revealing things and people in your life, that you go and you take it outside of God and you go and handle things on your own. That you say, vengeance is mine and god in the bible says, vengeance is mine says the lord do not go and seek revenge when god starts revealing who people who people are in your life you let him finish what he was doing no matter how much it hurts no matter how long it takes no matter what it is he decides to do because he knows the whole story he knows what's going on behind beyond what you can see and he's going to do what needs to be done he's the only just judge he's the only person Who can judge anybody? You think that you can go and take it in your own hands after something he's revealed to you and you wind up doing the very thing that you weren't supposed to do. The only thing that would have made the situation a hundred percent worse. And, you know, I'm so glad about it because he's teaching me. He's teaching me not only, you know, how to be patient, but how to forgive your enemies How to love those who persecute you and hurt you, and how to move forward, of forgiving yourself, and you know, being set free from all this pain. Because once you go and take, once you go and seek revenge, yeah, maybe now you can move forward with the proper emotions. But that's just another thing to forgive yourself for later. Let God do it. Let God do it, and free yourself, free your mind, free your heart you know, free your soul. And uh, and that's the only way they can truly release power from you and lose power over you. Because like I said, Satan is out here truly using people. There are going to be people who are like, okay, I see what God is doing. And they start panicking and they start, you know, doing all this crazy stuff because they're truly possessed. And They just start, you know, saying to themselves, now I got to really do something and I got to get them to throw their life away for this. Now that they know who I am and God is bringing them out, I got to stop this from happening. I can't see them happy. I don't care if I go down. I don't care if they kill me. I don't care whatever they do to me. That's better than seeing them move on with God happily. That's better than seeing them truly free from this situation and never dealing with abuse again because of what God plan- God's plan for their life. That is truly, this is truly better, you know, for me. So I've heard this. I've heard them saying this over this time. They've said to themselves, well, get her to kill me. Have her kill me then. Because I'd rather her go to jail for the rest of her life for killing me and me die. Then see her move on happily and be somebody in life. Wow. It go that deep. Like I said, people will burn the building down with them in it just to get to you. Just to get to you. This is sad. And it's it's more common than you think. And that's just because Satan is, you know, is, is using people. He's using people and it's sad. But I love God. I love him. I love him because He's, he's a constant reminder. He's a constant reminder, but it does take discipline. It takes discipline because God can remind you, and remind you, and remind you, but if you don't know who he is and you don't, you don't believe it, you don't take heed and be warned when he tells you to let him handle it, you can go and do something crazy. And we think that it's, Of course it's the right thing to do. Who wouldn't have done that? And you have so many voices around you that's like, that's the only only thing that makes sense. I don't know why you went about it. Like, they laugh at you. They make you feel like you're stupid or like you don't know what you're doing for not doing anything and letting God lead you and guide you into what you are supposed to do. And, you know... That's what Satan is doing. Satan is noticing the release from your life. He's noticing you being broken out of these chains. He's had you and your family in the years. And he's trying his best to take you all out before you all can be free. And... That's why we cannot take things into our own hands. But all I know is my mother was continuously abusing us. And we were just recognizing the abuse. The scam artist had gone with the money. We gave her the money. She gave she gave the scam artist the money. And then she just continuously just abused us. And she was just, you know, she was just like, you know, give me those phones I bought. And we all handed her our phones. And then she was just like, "Um." I forgot what she said, but all I know is just the look in all of our faces and the feeling in our hearts showed that we had been abused for way too long by her, way too long. We couldn't take it anymore. And I didn't know what I was going to do. I really didn't. I was so upset, I didn't know what I was going to do. I really was reacting in a way where it's like, I really want to do something. I really want to do something different. And, you know, I don't I don't want to keep going through this abuse, but I don't know what to do because it's my mother. And I can't prove, you know, I've always been taught, like, obey thy parents, you know. I can't prove, you know, that I'm being abused in this way. Nobody seems to be doing anything about it, so I don't know what to do. And I'm really hitting a crossroad. What do I do? I'm tired of being abused. But, you know... I don't know. I wasn't gonna take. I wasn't gonna take it to the next level, though. I'm just finding a way to endure and survive, and I'm trying my best to trust God. And that's when she comes into our room and she's abusing us more. She's just. It's it's mental. It's mental, and that's probably the worst kind of abuse. It's mental and emotional. She's mentally and emotionally bu- abusing us. It has been for so many years, and we're realizing it. And we are just stuck in this cycle and I'm so hurt. But my sister seems like she has just reached her breaking point. Like we all have. But she's like, I'm tired of this. I'm not doing this anymore. All she does is abuse us. You're not about to keep abusing us. And we are very hurt at this point. At this point we are so broken down, like we are barely operating, you know, and functioning properly. That's how abused we are and it's It's going to be, it's going to, it probably would be like, it would, a lot of people probably, you know, hurt, it'd hurt for them to admit these things, but I'm okay with admitting it because it's true. And because, you know, I know God is bringing us out of this. So, you know, with no lives lost, but all I know is only God can do what is going to be done, what's about to be done, what's happening. But all I know is my sister, she just she just reached our breaking point, and she just was like, I'm not about to be abused anymore. My mother walked in and she said, here, you want your phone back? You can have your phone back, but they're not getting their phone back because I was responding a little more than they were. And I was just like, um, I knew, I knew what she was doing. Like she's trying to pit me against them cause she needs somebody on her side and she's really trying to make them more upset. She's, it's a way to abuse them, but also like divide and conquer. I'm just like, you know, I know what you're trying to do and I'm not trying to feed into that, but if you want to give me back my phone, I'm on my phone. Yeah, I do. So I took my phone and she was like, here, I'm going to give you, the, I'm going to pay you you know, this money to watch their phones. And I'm just like, no, I don't want to be responsible for that. I don't want to be, you know, the person that's like keeping them from their phones and now I'm kind of like, you know, your your sidekick and abusing them. And she was, then I was like, then I, I got the idea, like, just take the phones, get the money, and then give them their phones. And that's what I was going to do. I didn't want to do it at all because I was like, I don't want to feed into anything. I don't want to be in the middle of this. But at the same time, I was just like, okay. So I'm like, yeah, let me get the phones. And I got the phones and I got the money. So I'm going to pay you some of the money now that I'm going to pay you the rest later every week that you guard these phones for me. And I'm just like, dang, you know, next week, I just they, I guess they're just going to have to give it back, you know, so I can get the rest of the money. But... um. Also, not even trusting that they even care that I get my money for this because they just want their phones. They don't care. Like, they're, we're all very abused and messed up, honestly. So, they wouldn't even go along with that. But they might not, you know. But, you know, all I know is she's about to pull the money out of her, her bra. And my sister is just like, um... you know what, I'm about to, I'm running away. I I can't deal with this anymore. And so she goes and she grabs her bag and packs it. Right before she leaves, she comes into the room and she says, you know, here, you want, you want my phone or something like that? Something, no, I heard, she already had the phone. I had the phone. And she was like, here, do you want something that my mother had asked for? And she reached into her pocket to grab it but something didn't feel right she was like looking at her like I'm done this is this is it and she pulled out a gun and she shot my mother in her heart and she headed out and I was like she said it right before she did it too she said I want you to die I don't care if you die I hate you I hope you die and then she came and she killed her, tried to. But um, all I know is, you know, everybody felt that way. That's so sad, though. But everybody felt that way. Like, man, will we finally be free if you we were just dead? But nobody would do it. And I don't want anybody to do it, no. I don't want to encourage this, but I just want to say that. We all felt that way. We were all at that point, that breaking point of abuse. Tired of being abused. And there's this word, I looked it up too, so it was called parasite. I learned about it about this girl who was who grew up, you know, her mother forcing medicine down her throat and you know shaving her head and telling her she's sick and she's she has cancer when nothing was wrong with her. She would make her look like a fool to everybody and you know get money for her and you know have her in hospitals ruining her childhood just because she was mentally, you know, unstable. And this girl grew up and she killed her. She killed her because of all the abuse she faced. And I didn't feel like she was. I didn't feel that that was just so crazy. I, I didn't feel like she was a crazy one. For that. And it was called Parasite. That's called Parasite. And so. Legally. You know. In a court of law. You know. She. I don't I don't remember how to. I, I believe that she was exonerated. Well not exonerated but. She was, you know. She didn't she was in charge for for murder because of all the abuse she faced and that it was more like self defense. And that's what this reminded me of. She shot my mother because she was tired of being abused. And after that much abuse, you're just not in the right place mentally. You're not. And my mother sent a text out saying right before she got shot she sent a text out that said i'm feeling like this you know i'm feeling like this um did i'm feeling like i'm being set up something's not right and this guy, you know, that they have me dealing with this scam this scam this guy. He doesn't seem he seems sketchy, like, you know, he's part of it. And all this stuff is going on. And once she is shot, I brush the car now on but I can't even focus enough. I'm crying so hard. I can't even focus enough to dial the numbers. I just end up having to you know, hold Siri down until automatically an emergency call. And my mother, I'm trying to make sure, like, she's not, like, the bullet's not in her heart because I'm, like, scared like she's going to die before they get there. i was crying so hard, but then I wake up. So, a few takeaways is, you know... I realized that, you know, Satan is playing with my visions. Like, he's given me a lot of visions lately. You know, and overall, a lot of times, we've, have, we've been very unstable in life. And yes, I am. God is revealing even more of these things than I've ever known. We always made it out though. We've always been okay. Like, I feel that you know, we would have otherwise survived the situation. Like, we would have been okay. Like, you know, even though God is giving me a deeper, a deeper understanding of how deep the abuse and all of the, you know, emotional instability has truly gone in our hearts and in our minds. You know, God is showing me that, you know, really, it's Satan lying to, it, to me and to us. We were going to be okay. We were always going to be okay. No matter how bad it's been. It has been very bad, but we were going to be okay. Satan's playing tricks on our minds to get us to turn against each other. And he wants somebody to go far enough to kill one of us so that he can take one of us out. He's trying to destroy our family. He's trying to destroy our chance at heaven, you know. All those prayers for all those years sent up to God, me praying to get my family into heaven and to get us out of this situation. Satan doesn't want to see it happen. He's doing everything in his power to keep that from happening. And that is just a reflection of that vision. He wants to convince me that, you know, it's that bad. That God can't be trusted. That we are not, you know, like, like God hasn't placed enough in us enough love in us, and we haven't learned enough throughout our situations in life and making it through every hard and tough situation, no matter who it was that was leading us. Together we made it through. That my mom hasn't been enough of a mom. That we can make it through, we can forgive her. And that we don't love each other enough to... Refrain from doing things like that, murdering each other. Like, only Satan is ever responsible when things like this start happening in families and period in life. So, it's never that serious. But as long as we trust God and we say vengeance, vengeance is the Lord's, that only God should, you know, handle the situation and do what's necessary, we'll be okay anyway. Satan will never win. But if we take this into our own hands, like he's trying to lie to us and convince us, we need to do. Then, of course, that's when things get more complicated. It's sad to me. It's really sad to me because I look around, I see him still using my family members. I see him still using them like they are in the way. They are, but I'm not going to let Satan use me. I'm not going to let him use me. I'm going to do everything in my power to stay focused on God and allow God to handle the situation. I feel like I've been in this situation for way too long. And like I might, it almost feels like I won't even make it. But I will. I will make it with God. I'm going to be okay. I just have to stay focused and know what it is I'm dealing with. You know, I thought the hardest battle was, was when everything was revealed to me that happened. But now I'm seeing that it gets harder. It gets harder. And after knowing what's happened, you know, not going back to being tricked back into which, you know, whatever it was that you thought was going on before. And also being able to move forward normally and peacefully and forgiving everybody. After you've known everything that they've tried to do or have done to you. Satan has my family. This is not them. This is not them. But God is freeing them. God has a final say. Satan does not have... Nothing belongs to him. He does not own anything. He doesn't own a thing. He's a liar. God owns everything. God owns everything. And he's he tricks people. Satan tricks people into following him and doing what it is that he wants them to do to destroy themselves each and every single day. And I won't let him do that in my family. I won't let him do it. I see what he's doing. I see how he's using everybody around me. I won't let him do it. I won't let him do it, you know? also see the levels. I see the levels of how he's using people and has been using people around me. I'm not going to let him win in my life. God has placed enough in me. I can overcome this battle. He has placed enough in me. I can trust his word. He has placed enough in me that I believe his promises. I believe him. I believe we're going to be okay no matter how bad the situation is. I believe we can make it through. And if I don't, if I, if I'm wavering in areas, I'm going to, Keep believing God until I believe it. Like, I can't lie. Part of me just does not want to, you know, I don't even want to, you know, stick it out with them anymore. I'm tired of being abused by them. I'm tired of being the bad guy because I am worshiping the only good guy in this world. I'm tired of being attacked and hated because I choose the Lord over, you know, whatever other options there are. I'm tired of being pulled back down, dragged down and kept from eternal salvation. I'm tired. I really am, but when it comes down to it, you know, God has my God has our back. God is covering us. We are We're going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. And. I can trust God. That he's going to turn everything around for our good. We just have to. Know what's most important in life. We just have to stay focused. And don't lose sight of that. You know. God has always told me. Know what's most important. Hold on to what's most important. And when it comes down to it, that's the love and family. Friends and just people loving your brother and your sister. Because there are so many things in this world, so many things in this life that's going to try and get you to Sell your soul. But what does it profit a man to gain a soul? Gain the world but lose his soul. So, I just have to stay focused. Choose God always. And remember what he's shown me. That Satan is behind this. And until he says so, I cannot trust nothing that he's saying, nothing that he's doing, and nobody that he's using. I have to see past it have to control my emotions and do not react. I need to just trust God, no matter how hard, no matter how abused I am. I need to trust him because I know what's going on. This is a war for our souls. If I feed into this, I will lose mine as well instead of gaining theirs instead. So I see what Satan is doing and it's not gonna work.